This is KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Welcome back, everyone, to the Border War Podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented by M-Prize Bank. My name is Jared Sutton. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, how are we doing tonight? Doing great, my man. Doing great. Uh, you know, trying not to be repetitive. No. <laughs> right. Right. Dog days. Think of it. Grind. Yeah. The grind. The grind is real. <laughs> you can think of it right now, man. Like, Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Things are starting to shape up and uh basketball's about to start rolling here. you know, conference play right or, conference tournament right around the corner. And you know, once that conference tournament gets here, man, it's, it's about to be crazy. I mean it's about it's crazy it's about to be March. Yeah. Uh here in here in a few few little over a week. So uh I'm just excited, man, because once March gets here, it's just it's just crazy. It's crazy every everywhere when it comes to basketball. So, uh, you know, I'm just happy, man. I'm happy yeah. to talk about some basketball. Heck yeah! Well, we got um, we had a week off for Kansas as uh, they they had a nice break and needed break. Yeah. Um, after falling to Texas Tech on Big Monday, um, they were back out on the road in Norman against Oklahoma. Uh, and really seeking that that road win and league play um, mm. against a against a solid team that that needed a win themselves. Um, good to see Kansas get Kevin McCuller back. Uh, that, that's first and foremost. Um, yeah, I thought he played well, having ten points and eight rebounds. But really, the the, the talk of this this game for me is Kansas weathering the storm. Um, down five at half. It didn't look good at different times. Um, yeah, you know, starting out. And then second half, totally different situation, a different story. It felt like it wasn't even a game um, in the final four or five minutes. Just felt like Kansas put the foot on the gas and and ran away with it. Um, so kind of a tale of two halves, um, but a good win. And yeah. all wins are good. All road wins. Uh, winning on the road, no better feeling than that. Uh, but it felt like it at this time, you know, Kansas really needed that that confidence boost to get that win on the road. Uh, had four guys in double figures. That was great to see. Great play from Hunter. Um, with 20 and 16, Johnny Furphy was great. 15 from 15 and nine on eight shots. I mean, the guy's so efficient. Uh, and then Kevin back. So good win for Kansas. What's your, what's your overall impressions and takeaways from this game? Yeah. Uh, just a, a gritty win, you know, especially on the road for, for where they were at. I think to me, that's really what, what it was, a, a gritty win and a win that, you know, they needed, uh, just in terms of, you know, the struggles they've had on the road. Um, and to me, it, it felt like it almost couldn't be a better picture for them, for them to have to face a little adversity when things weren't looking good. They didn't take the lead. Uh, you know, it's about nine minutes left in the game with a three from Kevin McCuller. So, uh, you know, again, having Ke- Kevin McCuller, you know, back in the lineup again, I think, you know, that helps out too. Um, you know, he, he came in playing 35 minutes and, you know, some of those guys on the bench, you know, didn't get as, as much minutes and be able to get a flow. But you can tell, uh, you know, they almost have five guys in, in double figures. And uh, it just makes a it makes a difference. You know, Kevin didn't score as much uh, like he normally does. But it just goes to show, you know, he made that Im- impactful play to give them the first that 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 first lead after that long stretch for them being down. Um, he gave them that that, that little arc and they Right when they did that, they the the team didn't look back after that. So, um, 
overall impressions, it was just a, it was a, a nice gritty win. You know, they rebounded the ball, out rebounded them. They shared the ball well. Um, I just thought it was just a, a good gritty gritty win, and not just because they were on the the road, but it was just a good gritty win in general. Yeah, I look at the second half, and I mean Oklahoma going four of twenty two from the field, they were eighteen percent, one of eleven from three. Um, I mean, you can say, yeah, they didn't shoot well. I thought Kansas' defense, I felt like there might have been a message um, at half from Coach Self because yeah. that second half, I, I thought Kansas was really good defensively, um, really locked in, limiting OU to one shot. Um, yeah, you know, got you know, Oklahoma got the free throw line a good amount, but you look at the defense overall, um, thought it was solid. And I, I go back to kind of the heart and soul of this team, Dewan Harris, um, who had eleven and seven, no turnovers. Yeah, you know, that's with Dewan scores in double figures and has no turnovers. That's usually a great, great sign um, for Kansas. And um, yeah, I felt like he he was very good in this game, finding his balance, uh, not just being passive, but also you know fight shooting the ball. He was four of twelve, so not necessarily an efficient, but staying aggressive. Like don't go away from it. You miss a couple, and and you're open. I mean, shoot the ball, like you, you know, I, I be a be be a threat, and continue to attack and pick and roll and make plays. And he was able to do that. And I, I think that that always takes pressure off other guys when you have, you know, other guys kind of step up and, and get some buckets. And those that, that really helps too. And it matters when when you're on the road in league play, no matter who you play. Yeah, and you know, just you know, piggybacking off of Dewan with you with with Dewan. I think, you know, you said it best when, when he's shooting, you know, I think that gives that makes that team. It gives them a different look as well, too. It makes them have to guard him honest. And, you know, when when he's dialed in and, you know, he's ready and staying in aggressive mode, uh, you know, he normally has a good a good turnout. Still one for four from three. I just to me, it's just the fact that you're shooting four threes like good. Like that's still making the defense wonder if they're going to keep letting you shoot in these or they're going to forget that their coaching assignment might say, hey, let, let DeJuan shoot. He's, hey, he's just a driver. And then they forget and come out and guard you, and then you can still get to your spots. Like, still shooting the ball still will open up doors. And, you know, you still have that chance of once it releases your fingertips, it may go in. If you definitely shoot with confidence, you know, you know, Jerry, you're a shooter. I mean, once it releases your hands, if you if you know it's going in every time and it doesn't, you know you're ready for the next one. But for a guy like DeJuan who can get wherever he wants on the court, uh, just him being able to stay aggressive and, and look for a shot, it only makes his uh, uh, ability to pass the ball so much easier because he has such great court vision. Yeah, I think you know, shooters definitely have the mentality, and I think they have to have, especially when you're, you're a major part of your game is shooting the ball where you just have to stay aggressive and you have to – I mean – Open shots, you got to shoot the ball. I think Johnny Furphy would be in this conversation. He's open, he's got to shoot it. With DeJuan, I think he gets into this, his, he gets it his own way a little bit of, well, if I'm not making a shot, then I'm not helping my team. Yeah. And that's not my job or my role. And he, he looks at it as himself as a creator, distributor, defender. But I, I think there, there, there's still a place for him to, to be aggressive. He's got a nice floater. Yeah. Get to the rim, get to the foul line. He's a pretty solid free throw shooter. So, you know, I, I think sometimes he can go away from that just a little bit. He's such a good decision maker, but there's times, yeah. you know, I bet it's some KU games where it's like, man, Dewan, you have a floater. Like, just, just yeah. go, right, go right to it. But he wants to see plays develop. That's just, 
That's yeah. his mentality as a pure point guard. That's what makes DeJuan really special. Hey, but Does it, yeah, but, sorry, I thought you were about to uh, stop it. Sorry, I'm about to uh, talk about the Dwight. You keep going, man. I'm no, I'm just gonna say, I just, I mean, you're like, I was just gonna put it back on you, like, you're, hey. you're a point guard too. But you see, Jeff Hawkins could, could shoot it, he could score, yeah. he could distribute, he could kind of do everything. So, so, you know, so my mindset for you know, I played point guard in, in high school, and I would, I guess, I would try to consider myself as a hybrid, like, point yeah. guard that can shoot, point guard ability with the point guard, ball handling, point guard vision that can shoot the ball. So with DeWan, like him, he has to think that like him creating, you know, he's a pass first guy, but being able to maximize that pass first, you still got to shoot that shot. Just shoot. You got to shoot it. Like just shoot it because that's going to allow that defense to play you a different way to where now you can get to your spots. And again, if you shoot it with confidence and you're hitting that, Oh, they're going to start sucking in onto you. And with court vision, you're going to be able to throw the ball wherever you want to. And as a, as a point guard, when you have those options to where you can hit it to throw it to the left, throw the dump, hit the dump down, uh, dump down pass, uh, throw it to the wing, throw the hook pass. I mean, when you have all these options that are available because you've sucked in so much help, it just makes your, your passing ability so much easier. So for guys that are, or, uh, pass first guys, to stay pass first do that we love that i'm sure you, coaches would want a guy that's willing to do that teammates love a guy that's like that but to maximize it too you still got to take your shot so uh it's good to see even though dewan went four for 12 you stay aggressive you might be seven for 12 one game you might be 12 for 12 one game who knows but you got to stay in that aggressive mode uh for sure uh especially with Dewan's ability to see the floor, it's just going to open this game up even more. And those, those, because he, he can, he's so accurate with his passes. This is going to, he's going to be able to see that kind of in slow motion when it's in fast motion. Yeah, no question. I think to your point of just keeping a defense honest to yeah. kind of bring that defender out, and it also yeah. opens up your ability. Like game, the game of basketball, it's all angles, and it's yeah. all getting a step and finding a crease or finding a crack, especially when you're a ball handler and like you yeah. seek out those those yeah. spaces. And when there's no space there, you got to take advantage. That means you're open. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, uh, but it's just funny, like some guys fall into that mentality and that trap. Um, and some of it is, it, uh, most guys is confidence too. Yeah. Um, that, that's always what it comes back to. So we'll take a quick break. But before we do, we did want to tell you about Homefield Apparel. Homefield is committed to creating incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. Homefield has a growing collection of over 150 plus colleges to choose from, including your favorite team's unique logos, mascots, and iconic moments to create thoughtfully designed apparel. Shop your latest team's apparel. Head to homefieldapparel.com. Use the promo code KCSN23 for 15% off your first order. We appreciate you supporting KC Sports Network by listening to our podcast. You have helped us become the highest-ranked Chiefs podcast network in 2022 and 2023. And don't forget about our daily Substack newsletter, the best written analysis you can find on the Chiefs straight to your inbox every day. kcsn.substack.com We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone, to the Border War Podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We're presented by Emprise Bank. I am Jared Sutton, joined, as always, by Jeff Hawkins. And Jeff, I did want to hit you on, before we get to talking about Texas, which is the next next opponent for Kansas coming up, um, did want to talk about a couple things. Uh, one that stood out to me um, was uh, some comments made by Coach Self around Kevin McCuller. Um, you know, we know he was banged up, sat out a few games. Um, I was hoping the time off would kind of give him you know, some more time to get healed up. Um, it does sound like, you know, I, I, I think he's healthy enough to play. Um, but I, it sounds like he's, he's going to kind of have to just battle through, um, the rest of the season from what it, what it sounds like. Um, any concern there with that? Uh, you know, is that something that you see on the floor with Kevin? Uh, Cause he's such a tough dude. It's hard to really like tell there were times I think it was the Houston game when I you had heard he, well, he wasn't doing well he was playing through through that and 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 there were times in dead ball situations where he would kind of grimace a little bit and he would kind of lean over a little bit but are you seeing anything with that or or, or do you think it's just Kevin's going Kevin's a dog he's just gonna play through it uh I mean it's, it's probably a little both like you know you mentioned the grimacing and uh he's a dog he's gonna play through it and you know I think some of the parts and Again, he's in the he's in the game plan on a, at a high level, on a big big stage. Uh, that adrenaline is just uh, taking over in ways you can't you can imagine. Um, it's the times probably now, you know, when when the, the adrenaline is low, um, and you know he's he's more calm in a calm state. Um, you know, it's it's how how is he doing there? So, and that's you know, I, I, I'm not seeing Kevin Kevin like that. So. I mean, I think it goes, you know, any concern with that, you know, uh, one one could say low management, all types of different types of things. Uh, 
I do know that one thing that, you know, from playing from Coach Self, one of the things that he's always done a great, great job of when guys who are banged up in those type of situations, uh, they'll practice, but but there's some times too where, you know, they won't go as hard or yeah. they'll go a couple more days off to, to, to kind of let the body heal a little bit more because uh, it's banged up. And again, uh, that's just with anything, you know, when the body's banged up and, and and not closer to a hundred percent. Those that's sometimes that's the most that, that that's the times where you have a a chance of injury. So um, there's always that 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 risk of uh, you know what's really going on. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, it's one of those issues that you know Kevin has a choice to to play through it, and uh, he might feel a little bit of pain and. A chance that if he needs to possibly have some work after season, that I don't know if that's a possibility, but I'm I, I can't quote because I don't want to misquote myself. But uh, right now, you know, he's fighting through some he's fighting through some pain, uh, and I, I, I they're just probably taking it day by day, and you know, just trying to listen to him and his body uh, and try to give him that extra rest when he needs it. No question. I think too, just it it says a lot about Kevin because. There's some games where he just hasn't been all that efficient. He was four fourteen and two of eight. Some of that is what we're talking about, you know. Like he's got, like we were just saying, like oh, he's got to shoot the ball. He's he's such an important piece of Kansas, right? And I feel for him because he's had he's having such a great year. And yeah. I think some of this stuff, man, it's it might impact his efficiency. Like I think about um, CJ McCollum last year um, with the Pelicans. He he had an issue with his his. Um, right elbow, like right, right, right shoulder area um, when he shot the ball. And we were fighting for a playoff spot, and he's a veteran leader, and he played through it. And he was not right at all. And he had to shoot the ball. And when he would shoot it, he'd be in immense pain. And I just feel like, you know, there's a guy, those are winning players, man. Like those guys that just kind of lace them up and it's like, I have to play. I have to play. And Kevin's one of those guys. Um, so I just got a lot of respect for, for someone that's going to battle through that um, for his team. So you look at, too, this game going into it. We talked last week, Jeff, about just Kansas needing this winning. And so you, how they were going to win this game was the four and five position, like winning the paint, winning the glass. Yeah. I mean, Hunter was excellent. You combine yeah. him with KJ, they end up with 29 points, 20 rebounds combined between the two. Um, that's that's the recipe, I, I think, for Kansas. And they were plus 16 points in the paint. Um, really did a good job on the glass the entire day, plus 11 on the glass. That's that's the recipe that that's what you want to see from Kansas. Yeah, uh, I mean, you talked about a plus eleven, and they that's one of the things that they do is and what they've done, and you know that's traditional Kansas basketball having that true big, and you know to see to see Hunter, uh, you know, control the boards, you know that's, that 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 streams from toughness, and you know for him to you know get it easy to me, it always looks easy for him, an easy twenty. Uh, and again, with KJ, you know, mopping up some things as well, too. KJ was just active all over the place. Um, but, you know, having those two guys have 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 great games. And, you know, KJ didn't do as much. He was more efficient as far as his field goal percentage. Uh, didn't shoot as much. Uh, he had been off a couple games. Uh, but, you know, seeing him still be efficient, didn't shoot as much, but still impact the game. Um, and have both having both of those guys play uh, at a high level, it does nothing but help the help the Jayhawks. So, you know, they got to continue to focus on that inside presence uh, and continue to to milk that out. 
Um, and, you know, it just wasn't the inside presence. They, they took advantage of the inside presence and the guards as well, too. You know, they came ready to play as well, too. You look at kind of the rest of the way here um, as we with February 22nd right now, right? We got probably two, I think three weeks left in, in the regular season of league play. Kansas sits in third. They're eight and five in league play, uh, 20 and six overall. Houston just beat Iowa State. That Houston won Iowa State too. Um, now there is a, th- a three-way tie for second with Baylor uh, and Texas Tech in this conversation here. Um, I kind of don't want to look too far down the road, but that Kansas-Houston matchup in Houston could be really interesting um, at the end of the season. So that'll be uh, one to kind of circle, but Work to be done. Kansas will return home. Uh, they'll face Texas on Saturday. Texas coming off um, an ugly game uh, against Kansas State that they end up pulling out uh, and winning. Had Texas and Houston on last Saturday. Saw Texas get beat by 21 to, to Houston and wasn't much of a game. So Texas really kind of needed this game in a bounce back way um, and were able to kind of take the lead late in the second half. Um, you know, really had, had a lead at half, but it was just back and forth and kind of ugly. But it's an important game um, at home. And you look at Texas coming into this game. Uh, Dylan DeSue is, I think, probably their best player right now. Um, and Tyrese Hunter, Max Acemis can really score it. Um, you know, I think he just passed the 3,000-point mark. Uh, he's been in college for forever, it feels like. So they got a lot of weapons. Dylan Mitchell is a freak athlete. Um, he's kind of always flirted with double doubles, high level athlete. Um, they play probably eight or nine guys. Uh, but that, that rotation seems to be shrinking a little bit. Um, big, big game though for, for Kansas. And again, they're all big, but a, a chance, you know, you, you get a win at Oklahoma. Um, now you come home, play Texas. You got to take care of the, the, you also got BYU on Tuesday at home. You know, those are two big games. I, I say that knowing Baylor is ahead on the road and that's, you want to take care of these games knowing what's ahead. I, I don't want to look too far ahead, but you know, when you start talking big 12 outright and rank, you know, this is what we're going to start talking about here over the next few weeks. Um, when these are two games at home, winnable games and games, hopefully can't take care of. Yeah. And you, you know, that's one of, you know, you definitely with, with Texas, you, when you're at home, you want to, you want to take care of your home. Um, yeah. and you're obviously playing, uh, in Allen Fieldhouse, you know that's a, a six-man advantage, a, a greater a, a venue to to play college basketball, the best. Um, and you know you want to make sure you take care of best, especially like you talked about. You know, sitting in third right now in the in the Big Twelve standings, uh, two games behind uh, uh, Houston. Was that was it set up that way that Houston's uh, and the Jayhawks are playing at the the, the end of the season? Who knows? Uh, but it's gonna be interesting because if you're if you're the Jayhawks right now, uh, you just want to make sure you close out. You want to take it one game at a time. You want to stay locked in because if you went out when you get to that Houston game, like you talked about, it could get interesting. Who knows what can happen on on Houston's end? But if you can control everything on your end um, and just be ready uh, when you get to that to that Houston game. You never know. You could be playing for uh, another Big Twelve uh, conference title. So, um, I, again, this is that part of the season, man, where you know it's all it's, it's always fun each week. I know I talk about it's fun each week because 
you know, as each week gets by and even when you're in the star, you're always talking about, man, they're great. It's going to be fun to see what they're like in February. Well, you know, this is it's this last couple of games where, you know, a win here, a loss here can 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 change the outcome of of your seeding in the big in, in your conference tournament, as well as your chances for even getting a conference title. So this is always, again, a fun stage because uh, every game and you see the level of play tick up a little bit because now guys are fighting for seedings. And, and other things in the Big 12 tournament. So uh, uh, this is always a fun a fun, a fun, fun place right now, but KU is definitely going to have to make sure uh, they take advantage. They have two games, like you said, they, they have two games here at home against Texas and BYU uh, before they hit Baylor uh, on the road. So you definitely want to take care of business on, at, on your home court. Yeah, it's hard to believe we're exactly one month away, and it's it's that opening first and second round weekend. So um it's on man hey i just said conference title and conference tournament man that's crazy we're i know i know i know it feels like it's like flying by and um and all these games now it, it gets tighter and tighter like you don't feel this way at the beginning you're not a conference oh we're starting league play and then all of a sudden now especially in the big 12 it's like all these games have such huge implications um and you got to take care of business on your own home court for sure if you have if you have any thoughts of, of winning the league um Houston's really good, but Kansas put it on Houston um, at Allen Fieldhouse a few weeks back. For some reason, I just feel like this is going to come down to that, um, which would be awesome. It would put <laughs> then Iowa State's probably thinking, "Hey, we're right there with you." I know, so, I was you know, hold on, man, y'all be here. Chill and out. hey, you know those, you know the Cyclones going to be traveling to Kansas City in oh, full man. force, yeah, as always. Um, and I'm I'm excited, I'm always excited about the Big Twelve tournament, Kansas City. It's uh, it's weird to think that you know it, it, I grew up and you I know you grew up with with the the Big Twelve tournament being at Kemper and then it left for Dallas and then it was an OKC yeah. that thing belongs yeah. in Kansas City man we're biased but that thing belongs in Kansas City yeah. for yeah. many reasons so we'll um, we'll break it all down next week you know Kansas again at, at home on Saturday against Texas against BYU on Tuesday uh, we'll break it all down next next week Jeff good luck with you guys the rest of the way as well in your yeah. season. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.